What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 14 of the Set the Bar podcast. I'm your host, Ben Todd, and on today's show, we are discussing a couple of different topics, a little bit deeper than normal. Um, I first want to discuss how different things are going to happen to us in life, um, positive, negative, neutral, um, and we might not be able to control what happens. Well, we probably won't be able to control what happens. However, what we can control is our response to those specific situations and how we respond and how it's going to impact the situation going forward. So that's the first part. Second part, we're going to be talking a little bit deeper about just life in general and how you know life is short and we really need to maximize the opportunities that we have while we're here uh, because you just don't know when, uh, when the end's going to come. So with that, let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Set the Bar. I'm Ben. I'm your host. Sometimes life is going to hit you in the mouth. That's just a, it's just a fact. Sometimes it happens. Uh, it's going to continue to happen. Um, and it's up to us to determine how we're going to respond when those situations happen. The beauty of life is that you always have a choice. In any situation, in anything that, that you experience or anything that you do, you always have a choice in how you act, respond, and view the situation. So Friday morning, around 7 o'clock, I was getting ready for work. Uh, my dad calls me up. And he goes, hey, don't freak out, but I think I'm having a heart attack. Okay, so first of all, when somebody says, hey, don't freak out, but, generally there is reason to freak out. Usually the freak out would be justified in most situations. Um, secondly, I knew intrinsically in that moment when he said that, I had a choice on how I could respond and address the situation. And I knew that for his sake and for my own sake, I knew that I needed to remain calm and rational through this situation. Getting all, you know, uppity would help nobody and it would only make the situation worse. So I knew in that moment that for his benefit and in my own benefit, um, I couldn't help the fact that he was having some kind of heart issue at that time, but I could help how I responded to it and how, you know, my reaction would impact things going forward. So I placed a call to the EMTs, called 911. Um, the paramedics came. They did an on-the-spot evaluation of him. Um, something with his heart rhythm seemed off. Um, his heart rate, his whole basis for thinking that he was having a heart attack. And I'm, I'm not a medical expert by any stretch of the means. Um, the only thing I really know about heart attacks is chest pain. And I asked him if he was experiencing any chest pain. He said no, uh, which seemed like a good sign to me. Um, the paramedics um, sensed that there was something wrong with his heart rhythm. Um, his heart rate was... 150, 160, and he was doing nothing. I think his blood pressure was elevated up into the 140s. Um, so they took him to the ER, and um, you know, I, I called and talked to my bosses and was like, "Hey, this situation's going on. 
you know, I'm, I need to take care of this. And, and they were gracious enough to, to let me go do that. Um, and, you know, attend to him, um, and, and just make sure that everything was okay. So I grabbed some stuff, um, meals and, and some things for work and, and headed out to the hospital. Um, spent about four hours there. Um, he was discharged later on that day. He's okay. Um, I guess they determined that it was, uh, AFib, uh, atrial fibr- fibrillation. And up until that point, I had heard the term before, I think, you know, advertised on TV or, you know, some kind of lawsuits or something like that. But I, I didn't really know what it was. I, again, I'm, I'm not a medical professional. Medicine is not my forte. Um, so there's a lot of things about the medical field that I just don't know. Um, so I guess AFib is some kind of irregular, irregular electrical impulse, um, in your heart where it kind of quivers according to what the cardiologist said. So, um, they gave him some meds, his heart rate was brought back down to normal. Um, he's got an appointment in a few weeks to go see this cardiologist and and have a stress test done and have some other things done and just make sure that there's no underlying issues going on. So, um, that was my Friday, uh, not necessarily the start to the weekend that, uh, I would have liked, but you know, again, sometimes things happen in life that are, you know, unpredicted, um, and those things are going to happen. Um, it's just, it's just part of it. And we have to accept that those things are going to happen know that they're going to happen at, you know, inopportune times and just be prepared for when those things happen and the the kind of mindset that we need to adopt during those um, times of uncertainty. So he's okay now. Um, you know, I, I checked on him earlier. He's out doing yard work and he's doing normal things that he would normally do. So you know, which is good. It's good that there was nothing serious going on. It's good that there wasn't actually a heart attack happening. Um, but you know, we all go through, we all go through these things, right? Whether it's ourselves, our family, like one of our family members, um, a friend, somebody else that we know or, or acquainted with, um, you know, medical challenges are going to happen. Financial crises are going to happen. Um, losing a job, losing a pet. There's going to be all kinds of, you know, unprecedented things that are going to happen in our lives, but we can always choose how we respond. If I would have responded to my dad after he told me that he thought he may have been having a heart attack, if I would have like flown off the handle and freaked out and, and, and just started, you know, panicking, that's how is that going to help him? You know, obviously he's, (laughs) Obviously, he knows that something isn't right, so he doesn't need me running around like a nutcase to, you know, amplify how he's feeling um, because that's just going to make things worse. It's going to make him more anxious and upset. It's going to make me more anxious and upset, um, and it wouldn't have been beneficial. So I chose to respond in a calm, collected, um, you know, tactful manner where I took the situation as it was in front of me. I was like, okay, dad's having some kind of medical issue with his heart. Okay. This is the, this is the problem that I'm faced with. What is my, what is my immediate next step? My immediate next step was to call 911, right? That was just, that was what came next in the process. 
Um, and I made sure that he, I sat him down. I made sure that, you know, he was breathing and, and, you know, responsive and, and all of those things. Um, but when I spoke to the, um, 911 operator, um, I was very clear and concise with my answers to her questions. Um, and you know, I, I didn't, I didn't let my emotions get the best of me in that moment. Obviously, you know, I was feeling emotions because it's my dad and, you know, um, I care a lot about him and, and seeing him have some kind of medical, anything is, is not fun and, and, and not an enjoyable experience. But in that moment, I knew what I had to do to get him the best, you know, possible outcome was to be calm, rational, and collected in, um, my, my presentation. So that was, that was the approach that I took to that. And, and obviously everything worked out okay and he's fine. Um, but this goes to show that we have really, there's always two, two options for how, um, we respond to situations. We might not be able to control, um, any given situation. We really can't. The situations themselves, they are, they're going to happen regardless of whether we want them to or not. Um, but how we respond and what our approach is to those situations, we are always in control of. Anytime anything happens, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, you can always control how you respond to that situation. You know, and I think that sometimes we get caught up in our emotions and our emotions get the best of us. And we think from an emotional standpoint rather than from like a rational and critical thinking standpoint. And that's where, you know, sometimes we'll make situations worse, um, especially if they're negative situations, we'll make them worse by responding emotionally because we're not thinking clearly, we're not thinking rationally, we're just responding as like a like a reflex. And obviously that's that's not ideal. You know, we want to we want to control our emotions. We want to make sure that we are in control of the things that we can control. There's going to be a lot of things in life that we can't control. So we really need to make sure that we are in control of the things that we can control. And, and one of them is how we respond and address different situations that happen to us in life. So that's the first part of, of today's episode um, is kind of just talking about how, you know, there, we always have a choice. We always have a choice in how we um, conduct ourselves during a specific situation. But there's also a deeper, you know, discussion inside of this as well, um, which I was having a conversation with a friend about on Friday night as I was kind of retelling this story from, from what had happened earlier in the day. Um, you know, it's interesting to think that it, life is really short when you think about it. You know, when you're young and you're a kid and, and, you know, you're just kind of carefree in life. You know, you really don't have any responsibilities other than, you know, going to school and sports if you're in sports or, you know, other extra extracurriculars that you might be in or whatever. But, um, and obviously spending time with, with friends. Um, but generally speaking, when you're a kid, you, you don't really have a, 
much of an awareness of the finality of life and, and, and how really finite it actually is until you get older and you start to, you know, you start to see people passing away, you know, maybe, maybe your, your grandparents begin to die or, you know, other relatives, friends, maybe, um, they, you know, they pass away or have some kind of medical issue that happens or, you know, bad financial situation, whatever the case is, as you become older, I think we have more of an awareness of just really how precious life actually is. And it was kind of, you know, interesting to reflect on what happened um, on Friday to my dad that we don't know what's going to happen. You know, we the, every day is really an unknown. And 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 while that's a little unnerving to think about, you know, we can't we can't go through we can't go through life, you know, afraid of of, of every day and and you know, on edge, you know, that that this might be our last day or something like that. We that's that's not a way to to go through life, and that's not really what I'm saying. But it's interesting that you know we really just don't know. We really just don't know what's going to happen. We don't know when the end is going to be. We don't know, you know, what is going to happen to our friends, our relatives, um, our careers, even ourselves. We don't know. So I think it's important to keep that in mind as we kind of continue forward. I know it can be uh, challenging at times. Um, We get wrapped up in our own lives. We get busy. We get... Um, so hyper-focused on kind of just the everyday grind of life um, between work, family, you know, other commitments and responsibilities that I think we sometimes lose sight of the greater, bigger picture that we're all here for for a, a limited time. We don't know when that time is going to be. You know, it can be tomorrow or it can be 60 years from now. We, we just don't know. But I think it's important to have an awareness, um, even a small awareness that, you know, this isn't forever. You know, this is, this is a, this is a temporary thing that we have here and and we really need to, to make the most of it. You know, um, we really need to ensure that we live each day to the fullest, you know, because, you don't want to look back and and have regrets. Uh, I think that's one of my that's one of my biggest fears personally is looking back on my life and and, and I'm a pretty reflective guy. Um, I do a lot of introspection. I've I've really started doing that more as I've gotten older. You don't I don't I personally don't want to look back at my life and say, man, like I really could have done better in this area, or I could have, you know, been there more for my family. I could have been a better son or a better brother. Um, a better grandson. I could have been a better friend. I think those are those are regrets that you don't want to have when you know you know that your time is 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 nearing, or you know if something something catastrophic happens that that causes you to reflect. 
you don't want to look back and be disappointed in, you know, the lack of effort that you put into certain things. Um, and like I said, it, it's, it's challenging. And, and I know that I, I fall victim to this quite a bit as well, that, you know, we get wrapped up in our, in our own lives, you know, and, and sometimes I think there's an old saying that, you know, we think that our problems are the biggest problems when in reality, they're not, you know, when you compare them to, to things that other people have going on, um, most of our problems are pretty, pretty minuscule by comparison. And I think it's important to just keep in mind that life is short. Life is short. The the people who we have in our lives, um, it's, it can be transient, you know, they might be here one day and, and gone the next, you know, for various reasons. Um, and, and so, you know, this, today's topic is, is a little bit, you know, twofold one, you know, it, we wanted to, I wanted to address how, um, different situations, you know, are going to happen to us and they could be good situations. They could be bad situations. They could be, you know, just neutral situations, but we can always control how we, conduct ourselves through those changing situations. Um, and even if situations are bad or negative, there's always something to be learned from them. There's, there's a, there's a lesson to take away. Um, you know, whether that's experience, whether that's, um, learning how to better approach something that may happen similar to that in in the future. Or it may be, you know, man, I really shouldn't have done this. This is what I should have done, you know, in in reflection and keeping that in mind for the next time if something like that were to happen again. And there's also the piece that with that comes, if if you do some introspection, if you do some evaluation, um, life is really short when you think about it, you know, I mean... I'll be 32 later on this year and I can't tell you how fast the last 10 years have gone. Um, so it's, it's, it's quick. And you know, it's like that for everybody. You know, we can all look back at our lives and say, man, I remember when we were doing, you know, such and such, or I remember when, you know, this was happening. And I think it's important to keep those things, just at the back of your mind, um, that you don't want to look back, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 50 years from now and say, man, you know, I left a lot on the table. My goal for my life is to do everything I possibly can and to take advantage of every opportunity that comes my way because I don't want to have regrets when I'm older. I don't want to, you know, leave any conversation um, on red, so to speak. I don't want to, I don't want there to be any doubts in, in people's minds, you know, how I feel about them or, you know, what kind of, um, you know, impact I've had on them. I think as I've gotten older and, and again, more introspective, and, and part of the reason why I do the podcast in all honesty is because um, I really genuinely want to put other people ahead of myself. 
Um, when I was younger and, you know, in my late teens, early twenties, um, I was pretty selfish. I was pretty selfish. I, I thought a lot of myself first and I, you know, didn't really put, didn't really consider other people. And as I've gotten older and again, more introspective, started reading some books, listening to podcasts, aligning myself with, um, you know, positive people, I've learned obviously that that's not a way to live. That's, that's an, that's an ill-advised way to live. Um, and so one thing I've tried to do as I've gotten older, uh, is to really put others before myself and focus on how I can provide value to other people and, and how I can, um, influence other people to want to, you know, live healthier lives or, you know, go for that promotion or, you know, do whatever is going to bring them some kind of happiness or fulfillment. Because if I can impact one person that way, you know, then it's all worth it for me. Um, so with that, that's today's message, short, sweet, and simple. Um, as always, if you enjoyed the show today, if it brought you some value, uh, if you learned something new, gained a new perspective, uh, please go ahead and share the show. You know, I do this, like I said, just a little while ago, I do this because I really want to make an impact. And, and even if it's just one person that makes everything worth it to me, if I can just impact just one person. So if it brought you some value, if you guys learned something new, gain a new perspective, please share the show. Um, also, if you're listening on Apple podcasts, um, please, if you see fit, go ahead and give me a five-star rating and review. I would really appreciate that. And like, like I've kind of been saying, um, you know, these past few episodes, I'm trying to make this more consistent for you guys. Uh, I'm on week three in a row of, of producing content and getting it up and out there. So trying to be more consistent. Um, I've got some more ideas in the future for, you know, my next few episodes that I'd like to, to get out. So we're trying to, uh, to do the, do the best of getting more content out at more of a consistent rate. So with that, that does it for episode 14 of the Set the Bar podcast. I'll see y'all next time.